0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many have them? 77 W.A.B.C.
1: Alright, we got the nice uh, Italian one-two punch coming up. The best defense attorney in the world. My friend of 47 years, Joseph Tacapina, and the best offensive player for the Mets in their history, Hall of Fame catcher Mike Piazza. They go back to back, a belly to belly! As uh, my friend, uh, the Yankee announcer would say, John Sterling. And I think, uh, I think both of these guys owned or own Soccer teams in Italy. I don't think Piazza still does. tack what's the deal with that? Is uh, you both still own soccer teams, or is, is Piazza out of it? No, Mike. Mike
0: uh, got his sanity back, and he left. He left <laughs> yeah. soccer. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I speak. We we speak quite frequently about it, and he calls me and you know does a sanity check with me and makes sure I'm okay. And <laughs> but, no, he he went through a rough experience.
1: I know his team wasn't
0: very bad bad good. Yeah. It's not for the faith of heart. I yeah. mean, it's just not for the faith of heart. And you really have to be well, 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 you know, sort of connected there to yeah. get anything done. And it's a, it's a, it's a strange world. Let's put it that way.
1: Well, what is your so team, just, is your team doing, doing these days? Are they any good?
0: No, no. This has been the worst. Look, I, you know, I went through, this is my 15th year. Um, I'm the first president in the history of Italian soccer to ever win three promotions in a row, three championships in a row, ever in the history of Italian soccer. Wow. And then that, you know, and that fell off the cliff hard two years ago. We've been struggling, uh, you know, a series of coaches, a series of changes, and it's just, it's, it's, it's been a, a rough road. I think that the, the ship has been, been, you know, sort of turned around, and I think we're heading in the right direction, but it's tough.
1: It's so, just, um, so when you know. got, uh, knighted because people may not know this, but it's really impressive. I'm not even joking. You are Sir Joseph Tacopina in Italy. Was that because of your success as a lawyer or your no. football success?
0: No, 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 no. I don't even think they know I'm a lawyer there. It's, it had all to do with Italian football. It was, you know, because I had that accomplishment of winning those three championships in a row, which again was the first time it was ever done in that history of Italian football, um, as a president back to back to back promotions. Um, uh, it, it, that's why they knighted me. I mean, which goes to show you how non meritorious my knighthood is. I mean, I, I have to be—I have to be the least deserving knight in the history. of knight. I mean, come on. I mean, Jesus.
1: Oh God. So, oh,
0: man. So, I mean, it's unbelievable. Knights are normally reserved for people like the Beatles, yeah. people who cure cancer, sure. you know, uh, Pulitzer Prize winners—not idiots who run a high okay. I'm a knight, nice, so call me sir when you will. I, guess. I call you oh, sir. So
1: so give me this in, in like 60 seconds or less. Uh, you grew up and you went to Poly Prep with me, me, you, Danny Bogliano, Gary Hanno, all these guys, and you followed the four major sports, and you were an yep. exceptional hockey player. You used to go to Abe Stark in Coney Island. You went that's to right. Skidmore yeah. on this hockey scholarship. To this day, you still own the record for penalty minutes for one season. And So, so when did soccer all of a sudden come into your life?
0: You know, when I started doing work in Italy uh, with Ferrari as a lawyer, you know, when I was going back and forth there and, you know, my my dad was a big Italian soccer fan and my family obviously being from Italy, you know, and I got to go to a game there in Rome and that was my first team, A.S. Rome. I was the vice president there for four years and one of the owners. And when, we, we, when I went to that game against Lazio, which is like the Yankees Red Sox, it was a passion that I've never experienced before any North American sport. It was like you could feel the the foundation of the stadium wow. moving yeah. because people were sixty thousand people were chanting in unison for two hours, and it was something that was awe inspiring. And I said, "Oh, I'd love to get involved in this." Of course, I had enough money to buy the balls at that point, <laughs> but, but I got a, an investor group together, and we made a purchase with bought we Roma. The first I was the first American to ever own an Italian football team, so it was a it was a pretty nice you know. Awesome. To, yeah, it's I, you yeah. know, I think I've run its course at this point, and I need to. to Maybe accidents, and I'm so busy here that it's hard to to be in two worlds. Listen, you
1: you won three championships. They've written, I've seen a million stories on you. A lot of those stories are actually on the wall in your beautiful law office here on Madison Avenue in New York City. So maybe you you get out of that and uh, you buy a piece of the match.
0: Oh Yeah, that's a dream come true, except with the Mets, I mean, you know, what's the valuation there? How many billions of dollars? I don't it know. Different. Uh, the, and, they, know like, for, for all the, the billions of dollar dollars in the world, I, he just has to spend the money now.
1: Yeah, Steve so. Cohen, exactly. I mean, we're going into the season. We look, I'm going to talk to Mike Piazza, your friend, coming up momentarily, but I don't know one Met band that's excited about this season, not one. It's scary.
0: And already, we're in, what, day two? And our, what, our ace is already out for
1: the, <laughs> so, like, I mean, like, the year. It's, it's so messed. It's so messed. It's like, and there goes the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do this. I want to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to discuss Donald Trump, some legal stuff as well. So we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back with the best defense attorney in the world and a soccer champ. From the great country of Italy, my dear friend of 47 years a great Joseph Tacappina, more of tax right into this. That's PriorityGoldGuide.com.
0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77
1: WABC. Here's the thing. So you're going to appeal this, and um, mm-hmm. I believe you're going to win. But, but yeah. before all that, if I'm correct again, if I'm wrong, just correct me, uh, you still have to post that money yeah. in the next yeah. 30 days. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's correct.
1: Okay, yeah. so you post the money, you start the appeal process, and again, I'm asking for your expertise. How long could that take in an effort to get this back? Years. Years?
0: Yeah. It depends. You know, it depends. The appellate division, the courts are backed up in general. Um, of course, we're going to try and expedite everything, but uh, you know, the appeals process is not a quick one. Uh, motions on appeal, appeals of trial records are, you know, 11 weeks of trial and going in and drafting that and then opposition from the other side and then a reply from our side. It's uh, It's you know, it could absolutely take a year, two years. I mean, it depends on the speed of the appellate division, but it, it it's definitely a
1: long haul. So he's going to post over 400 or he doesn't. He's going to he's gonna post over 400 million dollars and then have to wait maybe a year, two years, three years to win the appeal to get that money back. Mm hmm. Aye, aye, aye. All right. That's, uh, Trump attorney Alina Haba on this show a couple days ago. And, um, Takapina knows Alina. They both work for the president. She still does. Takapina used to. Here he is, uh, the great defense attorney, the best in the world. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, Joseph Takapina. Jojo, um, there's Alina Hava. And, uh, I had a guy on this morning, early, 645. His name is Steve Cohen. Not the owner of the Mets. This Steve Cohen was the deputy to Andrew Cuomo when Andrew Cuomo was the attorney general before he was governor. He was then secretary to Andrew Cuomo. He's a former assistant, a U.S. attorney in the Southern District. And he said, no, she's not going to win the appeal. The law's in place. She's not going to win. Then I had Judge Napolitano on in studio about an hour ago. He said, I hate to disagree with Steve Cohen, but I think she will win. She's got a good case. Now I ask the best of all, you. How is your case in this appeal?
0: His case is um, good for the appeal, and I'll tell you why. That The number, first and foremost, the number is never going to stand up. And, and and it's not because I'm partisan one way or another. I'm looking at it as a straight legal analyst. There's no way to come up with a number of $355 million as, as damage coupled with the interest, which takes us well into the $400, $400 million range. That's not going to stand up in court. I, I could, oh, I would guarantee you that, it.
1: Oh, give me this um, then, because I agree with you. But how significant of a drop could we see? Could it go from four hundred thirty million to fifty million?
0: To hundred million. Yeah, that's will be my, 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 okay. my guess. If it stands up, look, there's real arguments that it shouldn't even stand up because uh, you know the, the way this trial was conducted, where there wasn't really a fact finding process on fraud. The judge made a ruling based on the papers.
1: I know, but I found this out today, too. And this is, again, based on Cohen's article in today's Wall Street Journal. And I'm a dummy. You're not. You're actually brilliant, the best at it. But according to his story today in the journal, Steve Cohen, executive law 6312 says that Letitia James can do what she did. Oh, no, no, no. She can do what she did. The judge
0: can do what he did, but an appellate court still has to look at it and say, was it fundamentally fair? Was it right? That's what appellate courts are for. It's not like anything that was done here was illegal. It's just never been done. Tell me the last time anyone has ever been sued by the New York State Attorney General for a private transaction between you and I, for example, right? We own two companies. We do a private transaction. We're not funded by the state. We we, we, we didn't circumvent any laws. We We basically made a deal where— I presented you my numbers with a disclaimer saying these are my numbers. You do your own due diligence. Bank says, okay, I'll do my due diligence. We did our due diligence. We're going to give you the money. And the banks made a 200 million. You know, no one complained. But yet, a third party intervened and said, you guys are committing. You know, you're committing fraud on on the banks. Right. And the bank's like, well, we made $200 million. We did our own due diligence. We were good to go on these numbers. You know, understand this. There's only one property that transacted of those properties that were, you know, used in the lawsuit by by James. And it's one property, uh, Doral in Florida, that actually sold for almost $100 million more than the valuation put in by the Trump organization. <laughs> so it's really tough to say that that was a fraud right. that he overrepresented. But, you know, look. Technically, legally, this all can be done, which is why there's a real chance this might stand. But I don't think the punishment is going to stand. I, I got you. Right. So, so,
1: if, but if you, if you were the attorney in this appeal, and again, I'm asking for your expertise or the big expertise, yeah. um, could you say a hey, listen? Let, let's let's cut right to the chase, okay? Letitia James ran to be attorney general with the promise. This is true. Trump. You can play audio with the yeah. promise that she was going to find a way to get Donald Trump. Does that work in the appellate court? You know,
0: you you want to frame the argument with that line. That's the one line. But after you drop that line, it's an important line because you know it's really when you think about that. Let that you know people seem to have trouble understanding that. I read the media and I'm like, no one's really troubled by that. She, when she made that pronouncement, she was a private citizen without access to any. Government documents, without access to his documents, she didn't have subpoena power. She was a person running for an office. So how would she know she was going to get Trump? How did she know that? She didn't have evidence. Right. She didn't have his documents. <laughs> so that goes to tell you that there was a, 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 a bad motive on her end and that she was going to do this for political reasons. But here's the thing. Appellate courts, this is not you know a campaign trail. Okay? Appellate courts are going to look at the facts and the law, and they really are. And, and so this is not about, oh, she's politically motivated. This judge is a hack. That's not going to work in appellate courts. Gotcha. You can't do the same argument you do outside the courthouse steps that, that, that right. President Trump <laughs> does when he goes outside. That they'll, they'll smash it. They will. They have to focus on the facts. Look, you know, it, it, and the facts are pretty clear. But but the problem is, you know, ignorance can be educated. Um, crazy can be medicated, but there's just no cure for stupid. And, and, and when you look at this case, that's what you know, it's really scary. It's a scary case. Funny.
1: I like uh, that last statement. That was great. So uh, on the way out, Joe, we, we talked earlier, me and the judge did, about his options, Trump, because no matter what happens with the appeal, in the next 30 days, before she starts to try to take 40 Wall Street, this crazy biatch, he's got to put up the money, and it's like a half a billion dollars. So Alina keeps saying he's got plenty of cash, he's great, blah, blah, blah. I hope she's right. Or there's the other uh, uh, chance here, opportunity here for Trump to post a bond. Do you have any uh, opinion on that, What what you would do or what you would recommend if you were his attorney?
0: I mean, if you could get someone to post a bond, you get someone to post a bond. Because that means you don't have to come out of pocket for a hundred plus million dollars, I mean you, he needs cash that's like not not like an i o u it's depositing wiring cash into a quarter account and and so that's going to be i don't care who you are that's not easy okay right. um you know but then again, posting a bond is not easy either. First of all, a bond company is going to charge millions of dollars of fees for this one two a bond company has to be fully collateralized because what the bond company is saying is that. If he doesn't pay it, I will. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So this is not. This is not a situation where a bond company just writes a piece of paper. If, if he, if Trump can't come up with that money, when the bell rings, yeah. they're on the hook. That's coming out of the bond company. So before a bond company writes something in the of the magnitude of half a billion dollars almost in bond, they're going to make sure that they have their hooks deep. And, and I think that's why the Trump organization was asked for 30 days, you know, to extend this, 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 this judgment, the execution of the judgment for 30 days. Um, but that obviously was denied by, by mm. Judge Engran, and that's no surprise there, right? You can't sit there, yeah. and bash this guy every single day to call him uh, corrupt, call him incompetent, call him biased, call him a hack.
1: Well, he started, you know, the, say, oh, judge, dude, the judge started you know, that. The judge started no, 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 that. No, 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 no question, no yeah. question. I'm not,
0: i not, I'm not I'm not saying he's not either. Right. I'm just saying you can't say that. No, outside, of course. No. Do us a favor. Do us a favor. Give us an extra thirty days.
1: You <laughs> yeah, know, when when work. when you and I were kids, forget about bond, forget about putting up the cash. You and I could have gone to Bay Ridge or Bensonhurst, and I can promise you, there was a guy on the corner who had four hundred million cash. I can promise you. <laughs>
0: That's what he's got to do. He's got to get into, into the hood, go back to our neighborhood, right.
1: find some guys, Vinnie bag a donut, right. just make a, you know, make uh, the, a the, That's it. Video, charge him, the video charge him five points or something like that and he'd be good to go, right? It'd be, it'd be 200 million a day in, in fees
0: and it's a big, it's a little big.
1: Well, no. but you laugh about 200 million a day. I mean, he's actually, Joseph, 87,000 a day in interest?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's no joke. Right? So, I mean this has to get resolved quickly. Yeah. And if they have the money, if you know, that's again it's a lot of cash for anybody. If they have that cash, they should put it up, get that appeal filed immediately. Immediately. They have 30 days once the judgment's executed to get that appealing. Uh, I would do it tomorrow. I mean, because no. you have to stop this, this training the stress. But yeah. before we, before we depart, listen, this city right now is in, is in bad shape. And I've heard you and I listen to your show every day and you talk about the migrants, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it, 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 but, but let's talk about perhaps the most important thing that's happening in New York City right now.
1: Oh, uh, let me guess. Let me guess. They've won yeah, nine, you know straight.
0: nine straight. <laughs> range of form, nine straight. The of have won nine straight. Igor Sizertkin has reclaimed his his mantle yeah. as the greatest goalie yeah. in the world. Well. In the world, well. and this team is different. If you look at this team, it's a different thing. And now they got that kid, that twenty-one-year-old monster yep. Rempe, yep. who Rem, Rempe who destroyed I like him. In, the, yep. in that game. Yep. yep. Who who got kicked out of last night's game after two minutes because he ran over the Devils' Enforcer. Yeah. I mean, just annihilated this guy. <laughs> so this is what we needed, and this team is a really. You know, it's a, it's a team, and and that's what makes them different. There's a lot of skill teams. This is a team. Peter Laviolette's a great coach. And I'm just, I really think what you said a few weeks ago. We're going to have a parade down Broadway this year.
1: We I know. think so too. No, I do, and I look forward to what uh, this Wednesday night Ranger fans. Your three favorite Ranger fans, Joseph Tacopino, Pete Morgan, and Sid Rosenberg, will all be in the building together come Wednesday night. How about that? Dignan. Big, big night. Big, big night. night, baby. Big <laughs> night. Big night. <laughs> Joseph, I love you. Great job as always, bro. Thank you so much. You got me all fired up. I love you. Thank you. All right. Love you. <laughs> My man, right. Joe Takapina. he's right. The Rangers. Marv Albert, you remember it well, don't you? And the Rangers have won the Stanley Cup.